Welcome to Tairat Imecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rafka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayamim Bey's Parak Yodalet, Chapter 14. Vayas Asa Hatoiv Vahayashar Be'ene Hashem Eloikov. Asa did what was good and upright in the eyes of Hashem, his God. He did what was good, referring to matters between man and God, and upright, meaning matters between man and man, Malbim clarifies. Posuk 2. Vayosar es mezbechois hanechar vahabamais, vayishaber es hamatsevois, vayagada es haasherim. He removed the foreign altars and the high places, and he shattered the monuments and destroyed the asherim. Mizbachais, altars, were used for communal sacrifices and routinely, says Malbim. And Bamais, high places, were used by individuals and according to occasion. Both these, Mizbachais and Bamais, were constructed from numerous stones and people offered sacrifices upon them. Matsevois, monuments, were made from one stone and people didn't offer upon them but they would pour oil on them. The trees of Ashera and the Matsevois would be positioned in front of the altar. Posuk 3. Vayomer liyehuda lidroish es Hashem elokei avaisehem. Vela asais hatayra vaha mitzvah. And he said to Yehuda, lidroish es Hashem, to seek Hashem, God of their fathers, and to observe the Torah and the commandments. Malbim teaches that after he had eradicated the altars, etc., Asa commanded each tribe, Lidrash, to seek Hashem. This is the part that's Ha'iyun, the contemplating, getting to know Hashem. Vela'asais, and to do, to observe, this is the action part. So he's instructing them both in the realm of mind, internality, and also in that of action. He says to observe the Torah, meaning here the written Torah, and the mitzvah, meaning here the oral Torah. Posuk 4 tells us that Asa removes the high places and the sun images from all the cities of Yehuda. And the kingdom was tranquil before him. Malbim teaches that at the start of a king's reign, he fears three things. One is people who oppose him in the matter of the monarchy, like Rehavam, who had Yeruvam as a challenge to him. Aviah was afraid of his brothers from whom the kingship was transferred. But Asa had tranquility in this regard. And the kingdom was, tr- was tranquil before him, meaning before his reign and from then. Yeruvam didn't have strength, and Asa's father's family approved of his kingship as he was the firstborn. The second thing a king fears at the beginning of his reign is rebelling within his kingdom. And then he won't be able to build fortified cities and to intensify the burden on the people. This is addressed in Pasuk 5 regarding Asa's reign, where it says that he built fortified cities in Yehuda because the land was tranquil, meaning from within. The third thing kings fear at the start of their reign is wars from the outside. And about this it says in Posuk 5, And there was no war with him. But this wasn't a function of the time. 
as is hinted to in the Pasuk, saying, Bashonim in these years, there was no war with him in these years. So in truth, it was a time of emergency, as is evident from later on in chapter 15. The quiet from war was only because Hashem gave him peace. As the Pasuk continues, Ki Hashem because Hashem gave him rest. Malbim continues with reference to Pasuk 6, that Asa said to the people of Yehuda, who knows what tomorrow will bring? Because the tranquility, the manucha of now, is not compelled by the time. It's miraculous from Hashem's hashgacha, his involvement, Hashem's involvement with the world. Miracles don't happen every day. And it's good to make effort during this time on the natural means, so that we be strengthened later on also in the natural way. He said, Nivneh, let's build while Oidenu Ha'aretz Lefaneinu. The land is still before us. Because this tranquility is miraculous because Dorashnu es Hashem Eloikeinu, Dorashnu. We sought Hashem our God, we sought. Meaning, there is no limit to seeking out Hashem. And the service of Hashem has many levels. According to how much we increase our seeking Hashem, Hashem adds to our tranquility. Hence the repeat in the phrase in the Posuk, it says, Dorashnu, we sought twice. And after the second mention of seeking, it says, Vayonachlanu, Hashem gave us rest. With that in mind, let's just run through Posuk 6 in English. He said to Yehudah, let us build these cities and surround them with a wall and towers and doors and bars while the land is still before us. Because we sought Hashem, our God, we sought and he gave us rest from all around. So they built and they were successful. Posuk 7. Asa had an army of 300,000 from Yehuda bearing shields and spears and 280,000 from Binyomen bearing shields and drawing bows. All of these were mighty warriors. The Gra comments here that a soldier, a warrior, should first prioritise strategy for himself that he not be killed. Focus first on protection, defence, and after that, carry weaponry to fight. An attack occurs in Posuk 8. Zerach, the Kushite, came out against them with an army of a thousand thousand and three hundred chariots, and he came as far as Moresha. And Asa came out before him, this is Posuk 9, and Asa came out before him and they waged war in the valley of Tsafas at Moresha. Asa then calls to Hashem, as it says in Posuk 10, and we'll study the Posuk with Malbim. Asa says to Hashem, Hashem, Ein imcha lazar bein rav le'ein kayach. Hashem, there is none besides you to help between the great and the powerless. Meaning, the help a person can give is limited. Therefore, it's easy for a person to help someone who has a lot because they only require a little help and the strength of the one who is helping will be combined with the strength of the one being helped in order to build him. 
but it's difficult for him to help someone who has no strength because then the helper needs to do everything himself. This is not the case for you, Hashem, whose power is unlimited and you don't need the help of the one who is being assisted because you are the helper alone. And ein imcha lazar, meaning there is no one who joins with you to help you, that there be a difference for you in the matter of helping, i.e. whether the one being helped is a people that is rav, great, or one that is ein koyach, without power, and relies totally on your help. If so, ozreinu Hashem eloikeinu, help us, Hashem our God. For two reasons. Ki olecha nishanu, because we have relied on you, and because of your great name, since v'shimcha vanu al hehamayin hazeh, in your name we have come upon this multitude, and you need to show wonders that magnify and sanctify your name. So, Hashem elokeinu atah, you are Hashem our God. You alone will perform. Al yatzarim cha enoish, let no person prevent with you. Don't make anyone be, for you, some kind of help, that he joins his strength with yours. Asa is asking that the triumph be in a way that everyone can see that it's not because of a person that they prevent the enemy, but that it's Hashem alone. When Asa requested this, Hashem defeated the Kushites, as per Pasuk 11, without any war at all taking place. The Kushites fled. Continuing Pesukim 12 to 14 with Malbim, Asa and the people with him chased after them up until Gerar. And even after the Kushites fled, many of them fell. People from the Kushites fell until they had no life, meaning they had no vitality to go because the vitality had been taken from them since they were already nishburu lifnei Hashem, broken before Hashem, and there was no life and strength in them. And because of this, they carried away a lot of booty, meaning the people of Yehudah carried away a lot of booty because they didn't have to be involved with killing the enemy who fell by itself. They were only busy with taking the booty of the war that Hashem aborted before them. And there's a difference between bizarre and shalol, both words for spoils or booty. Shalol, which is the word used in this posuk, refers to booty that is just left over in a place that has had war come upon it. Whereas bizarre is the word used for spoils which were acquired through looting, actively acquired by people. Shalal is used here in the context of Asa's army because they didn't need to loot. The booty was left there by itself. In the next posuk, there is mention of spoils actively acquired because Vayaku es kol ha'orim sevivois Gerar, Asa and his people struck the cities surrounding Gerar, that were cities of the Plishtim, and they did not fall by the hand of Hashem, meaning without human contribution. But Asa's army did strike them by natural means as a result of the fear of Hashem already being upon them. As it says, Ki Hashem alehem. The fear of Hashem was upon them. And there it says they plundered the cities. They plundered all the cities 
because there was a lot of spoil with them. Bizo, spoils obtained through effort of plundering. Because there was not shalol there, booty that was left abandoned. They also struck tents of livestock and captured many sheep and camels, live sheep and camels. Vayoshuvu Yerushalayim, and they returned to Yerushalayim. There's a lot to contemplate here for our own approach to life and to serving Hashem. One message that resounds is to rely on Hashem. His power is unlimited. Make efforts where required of us by the Torah, but always seek Hashem and know that it is He who determines the outcomes. Thank you for studying together. Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Rachel Bas Arye Leib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rachel Bas Schlemer.